Jesus to the Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards, not many were influential, not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, therefore it is written, let those who boast, boast in the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Let's just be still for a few moments as we recognize God's presence in our midst and as we ask that he might speak to us through his word. Thank you, Lord, for your life-giving word and the truth proclaimed in it. We pray that you would speak into our hearts and minds now, that we might live lives that honour you. Amen. There's a phrase that's cropped up with quite a concerning regularity, actually, on news programmes in recent weeks and months. Its most common use has been in talking about splits within British politics, Uh, but also in uh, American politics and in relation to the church and in relation, in fact, to wider society. And that phrase is quite simple. It's that of deep divisions. I don't know how many times in the last few months I've heard that phrase used on News at 10. Deep divisions within our society, the church. And it's all rather depressing And so we need something to bring people together, not tear them apart. War, of course, exposes deep divisions, competing philosophies, greed, military might, perceptions of good versus evil, political posturing, and so much more. Deep divisions cause hurt, pain, the suffering of the innocent, and an expression of inhumanity. And that's why remembering and learning, some learn by looking back, reflection and contemplation. That's what we're doing this morning. Wisdom is easier in hindsight. Occasionally, wisdom is found in the moment. And I was struck this week by a story that was picked up on on BBC's This Morning programme on Monday. It was the story of a young British army officer 
serving on the Western Front, Second Lieutenant Alexander Gillespie. Alexander Gillespie was home from the Western Front, and he sent one towards the end of his life to his former headmaster. And in that letter, he shared a vision, and he wrote this. I would like to send every man, woman, and child in Western Europe on pilgrimage along that sacred road, which was a reference to a Western Front, so they might think and learn what war means from a silent witness, a sentimental vision perhaps, but we might make the most beautiful road in all the world. His vision is beginning to be taken forward. Efforts are being made to create a network of paths through no man's land, a network of marked footpaths to enable men and women, boys, to learn from the horrors of the past, to reflect on their shared humanity. As I walked through the churchyard this morning, I had the opportunity to think about those poppies, those names on the left and the right of the path. Just imagine walking through no man's land, reflecting on those who've perished on either side, reflecting on the fact that every and loved by God. God had a vision of bringing humanity together in a deeply divided world. There was a deep division between himself and his perfection and holiness and a broken humanity. It's a bit sentimental to the human eye. God's vision and his action might seem to many even more left field. His response to human suffering and evil was in the eyes of most foolishness and a display of weakness or perhaps even insanity. Allowing his own son to suffer and die a humiliating death by that most brutal method of execution. Where the Jews had expected a political messiah who would overcome the Roman threat, they got a humble rabbi driven to his death at the peak of his teaching powers. Foolishness and incomprehensible to the onlooking Gentiles. Yet as Paul reminds us in that great reading from 1 Corinthians, this great act of reconciliation of God and man when received by those on whom God has placed his hand, is wiser than human wisdom and highlights God's eternal strength. And so a deeply divided world, and rather than having to work for that relationship to be restored, it is restored as a gift of God, an act of his grace. The Western Front Way, as Alexander Gillespie's path is known, will act as a powerful sign of humanity being called back together a hundred years on from that so-called... It will enable reflection on the past, which will hopefully lead to wise living in the present. The emblem of the poppy serves a similar, but perhaps to us a more accessible purpose... As we reflect on every single life that the poppy represents, we value our own lives that little bit more and commit to peace and reconciliation. Cross 
we're taken one stage further. It reminds us, like the path and the poppy, of suffering, of evil, and of injustice. But it points to one who, through an instrument of death, overcame evil and offers us hope and new life. That offer which goes out to all humanity, which draws people back together in Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. The message of his love, his life, his hope has never been more needed in a deeply divided society. And we, as God's people, have both the privilege and the responsibility of proclaiming it to those around us. 2,000 years on from his deep divisions, let's, as God's people, not be afraid to speak confidently and boldly of the God who reaches out in love with a proposition of true peace and real unity. Uh, this week in my Bible notes there was um, a prayer from a book of common prayer which just felt very appropriate for this morning. So let's pray. Almighty God, whose will is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule. And perhaps if a band would like to uh, join me up here, we're going to sing a song which reflects on the hope that God brings to this world, to our lives, to those whom we love, to the wider world. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. So let's stand as we sing together. <laughs>